Tuesday on Boys Trip. Happy Tuesday. Um, holiday season upon us. Holiday season! Who's that? DJ Drama. Ah, okay. From the uh, mixtapes. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it came out. My mom told me yesterday, actually, and then I kept seeing it on the internet, that the Mariah Carey Christmas song, All I Want for Christmas is You, it hit number one on the top 100. Just now. Just now. Like, hadn't been number one at any point before. At any point. It was number three maximum, and that could have been closer to when it came out. I assume it was. Um, I, I didn't verify that, but it's been as high as number three. And right now, out of nowhere, it's the number one song um, in the country. What's number two? Oh, yeah, that's a good question, right? Yeah. Cause Let's see. Like, is everyone just bumping this song right now? Is this, like, the best time? I mean, obviously, best time to play it, but... Maybe streaming has helped it. I, I would think that streaming would make an impact because you would think in 90... It came out in 94, 97, 98. Well, first of all, I mean, I feel like radio's not playing it all the time now. I think streaming probably would help a song like this creep creep up that high. My girlfriend has this on her Christmas playlist. On her Christmas playlist, yeah. yeah. It's it's one of the most popular Christmas songs and always has been. I yeah. remember it's popular. I remember in the nineties it was popular. Yeah, yeah. Very popular. It seems that it never goes away. Mm-hmm. Like you always hear it around this time, but I didn't think it would be number one. Well, I'm on the Billboard website now, and I guess it hasn't updated it because it's showing it as as number three. Which is still high. Which is still high. But the one and two here are Heartless by The Weeknd and Circles by Post Malone. I know neither of those songs. Damn, but hip-hop really dominates, man. They're just yeah. always in the top. Like <laughs> Pop music is hip-hop nowadays. Yeah, crazy. Post Malone is a perfect example of that. Yeah. Then there's some Room 5 up here, some some other people, Selena Gomez. Anyway, so it's number three, that, sorry, number one. It's the number one song that many years after, which is just interesting. It's also interesting to me because there's not that many um, modern Christmas songs. Like most, it seems like there haven't been any Christmas songs that really hit people's rotations and stay there that aren't remakes. Of course, there's people... You know, you got Chris Brown was yeah. singing this Christmas. That I like his version of it. Of, yeah. yeah, but it's it's sing, it's not an original song. That's true. He's re re-sing, resinging a song. Even Boys to Men, Let It Snow is a classic. That's a jam. Let It Snow's a song, right? Yeah. When Boys to Men redo, re, redoes it though, like they change it. It enough. sounds like a different song when they sing it. Yeah, yeah. That I give that one an asterisk because Boys to Men, Let It Snow is that's a jam. Yeah, I don't think anybody else made a version like that. No, exactly. But it still seems rare that there's Christmas songs that were made like post-1990 that actually hit rotations in our original songs. I can't think of any. Yeah. I know Mario had something, but that was a remake. It was all re- Yeah, everyone does remakes. Like an original Christmas song. Now, if you go back before the 90s, yeah. Stevie Wonder, well, he, he a lot of those weren't original, but he had. I think he had some original Christmas songs, no? I don't know. Hmm. He has the uh, Twinkle Twinkle song. I'm not gonna sing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he has a couple of original Christmas songs. <clears throat> I think so. 
Um, yeah, yeah, because he has one where he talks. Yeah, yeah. That okay. The song I just named, I'm pretty sure is an original. I don't think I've heard that from anybody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe. And earlier today, yeah. I heard someone playing Stevie Wonder's song, and I forget. But the lyrics were in it. It was talking about like people dropping bombs and shit. So I knew it was like. No, it was it was it was like celebrate Christmas and don't like you know people like you know like the world's so bad out there. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, that type of thing. And usually when it's a song with those type of lyrics, it's an original. Yeah, it's like you know the Christmas songs from the '30s and '40s and shit. Do yeah. not say that type of stuff. Like Chestnuts roasting by the open fire. Like they're not giving political messages in there. So True. I think that's original Stevie from like. Have you ever roasted chestnuts by an open fire? Mm-mm. No, have you? No, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, no, I mean, Besides it sounds hearing cool. it in the song, yeah. Never yeah. thought to do that. I would like to. We just started using the fireplace at my house. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we've been there for 15 years. Never first, used it. So did you have to get a, a guy to come and yeah, he did all do that the shit. sweeping and all of that? Yeah. Yeah. It's dope. Did you use it? Yeah. Uh, Starting it is hard, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, you can get those starter logs. Ah, uh, little, wait, yeah. the little sticks that you put in there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the lo- actual starter log. You can get a starter log, and then they also have the sticks. Okay, yeah, we used to use the sticks. Yeah. Or newspaper. Newspaper's a good cheap, but it's way harder. Like, yeah. just invest in the sticks. Um, you saw that uh, KFC has that log. KFC has a log that smells like fried chicken. Yeah. A log to burn at your house. Yeah. That smells like chicken. But a lot of the reviews are saying that it smells... Like old chicken, like chicken that's been left in the grease for too long, like leftovers. Yeah, like leftover. Yeah. So it so it doesn't give the smell like someone's cooking chicken. No, no, like, no, that like crispy. The cooking has the chicken has been cooked and left. I guess it's hard to it's differentiate. Just, yeah, the aroma's just in the air. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because this is when someone's cooking chicken, it's a certain strong aroma that's different than just. When you get in like a car and there's chicken in there and it just smells like chicken. Right. Yeah. So I bought chicken to my job twice last mm-hmm. week and my car still smells like chicken. Like chicken. Yeah. yeah. Why would they sell? Why did someone want their house to smell like chicken? KFC house? chicken of all chicken too. It's kind of on the. You want to smell side. like pine cones and shit, like like happy, pine cones, you know, holiday cane. type stuff, whatever. Hot chocolate, I don't know. Pumpkin, spices, I don't know. Yeah, fuck on Something. spice. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I need to get one of those, though. I'm going to get... Like, it's been years. I used to do shit like go to go to, um, go to to Starbucks and get a pumpkin spice latte. I'm in New York every day now yeah. for the last year. Starbucks all over the place. I have not been in one. I don't buy any coffee because it's free at my job and I got all these different flavors. Oh, okay. But like, I feel like I need to treat myself to a pumpkin spice latte with a... With a, with a espresso shot in it, like one of them seven dollar joints. That's a waste of money, but yeah. just to you know, yeah, feel naturally, cool. naturally a waste of money. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. You can get the same thing at probably any other place for like four dollars cheaper. Yeah, not the pumpkin spice latte with espresso shot. Okay, that yeah. was real specific. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't drink coffee, so I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, I, I try. I stop. I, I was good. And then the election was in November, so gearing up to the election, I was getting stressed, and I started drinking coffee. Then holiday, and I just, I'm just still on it. Come yeah. the new year, I'll get off it again, but it's, it's hard, man. Yeah, last year I drank <laughs> coffee more than ever. I think were, I. Drank. Were you sleep deprived? Yeah, that's that's another way to get started on it. Is like, 
you go through one night with like five hours of sleep and then maybe another with like five or six and they start to add up and now you're like, all right, I need to be awake. And yeah. You just drink it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as soon as I, I don't know that you can technically catch up on sleep, but when I felt more rested, I just stopped. You stopped. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Cause you just, you, you fall into a deep and then like right now. It's nine thirty at night, and I'm over here drinking coffee because I'm in I'm in a cycle. Yeah, no, nah, fuck that. Yeah, <clears throat> no thanks. But I do. I still have a low tolerance for it, so I can't drink a whole. Co- I waste more coffee than I drink. Yeah, like in in cups. Like in any given week, I probably drink thirty percent of the coffee that I make or buy because. I did, if I finish the whole cup, I'll be off the wall. Like I still yeah. have a low tolerance, even when I fall back into an addiction with it. So, so when you're drinking, you're not even drinking the full cup. No, I just used the Keurig to make this. I made four ounces. I'm probably not going to get through the four ounces, let alone if it was eight ounces. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't get with the regular coffee drinking. Yeah. Before that, I probably drank like a cup. A year, if I had to put a cup a year, a number to it, yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah I don't like the jittery or wired feeling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel good when I don't have it, and then when when I'm when I start using it more and more, it starts to drain you more and more, and you need more and more of it. And then I'm like, all right, this has got to stop. Like, that's taking it's like a drug. It starts taking over your life more and more. Yeah. So you know, but like. Yeah, some things I used to I used to hate the taste of it too. The taste is all right now. I just drink black coffee, but like yeah, when I <laughs> when I drink coffee, it's always black. Black coffee, yeah. When you yeah. put all that sugary and stuff into it, it gets ridiculous. It starts tasting like candy. Yeah, it's not know. it's not coffee at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and um, I still can't take beer though. No, the taste of beer I do not like. I'll yeah, drink no, it me just, neither. Just if that's all that there is, and someone says, "Here's a beer," like my brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I took that beer, and I probably took forever to finish it because yeah. I'm not a beer drinker. But yeah, I hate when people invite me to breweries. Mm-hmm. That's all you could drink there, and I don't like. I don't like yeah. beer. Yeah, yeah. No, I hate it too. Or like a bar that's one of those beer places where they have all these different types of beer for all over the world and everything. Yeah, yeah. When uh, <laughs> when my girlfriend and I first started dating last year. Mm-hmm. She invited me, and I was like, fuck, I don't want to go to a brewery. But it's like, yeah, I guess I'll go. Yeah. And we, got, we got a flight. Stouts, they're okay. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I They're, like, very high in calories. Uh, so you can't drink them regularly. Yeah. That was the only one I enjoyed. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, IPAs and... Sours and all that shit, I can't really do. Yeah, and I don't, I don't even know, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't can't know. even. I mean, if it's a real dark beer, it's way too bitter. It's not. I hate those real dark beers. Yeah. I mean, if it's real light, I mean, it's kind of just kind of watery, like something in between. I guess I don't know. But those dark beers are disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And Molly, she's my girl. She's into beer and stuff. Sometimes I mean, not not big into it, but she she appreciates different sorts of beers. Right. So she brought me to a bar. That was all about trying like an Irish bar and it had all these different beers you could try. Yeah. And I was like, 
they got wine and she got mad at me she's like i brought yeah. you to a beer place i was like yo just see they give me a glass of wine yeah i'm good on the beer it's fruit juice yeah like it's alcoholic fruit juice that's why it's so easy <laughs> like people think it's bougie no no it's yeah. not bougie to like wine over beer i like fruit juice i'm yeah. like a child like yeah. a five-year-old we all like grape juice and yeah. apple juice yeah that's true so why not get it with some alcohol then that's my thinking so do you like the hard ciders yeah, yeah, those yeah. Si- like the apple cider. Yeah, 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 those ciders are good. Yeah, yeah, get a little sweetness as long as they're not too sweet or not. Too, it has to be the right amount of sweetness because sometimes they have like no sweetness and it's mm. kind of weird to me. Like if, I don't know, I don't. They must use apples that don't have much sugar or whatever, and then sometimes yeah. it's overly sweet. But when it hits the right spot, I'm like, yeah, that's I like that. Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend really enjoys Angry Orchard. Angry Orchard is good. Yeah, yeah. that's a, sometimes when you're at a place where like everyone's getting a beer. And the other stuff is overpriced, or they only have beer. They might have some Angry Orchard, and that's yeah. what I'm going to go with. Yeah. Maybe I'll start doing it now. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. There's also... There's um, raspberry or cranberry. Cranberry, I think. I think I got it again when I went to France in September. But when I lived there, there was this big place that had all these beers. And other people... You know, people I worked with, they love that place, but I wasn't a beer person. But they have the cranberry or raspberry, one of the two. It's called Creek, I think it's Belgian, but they have other ones. It's raspberry or cranberry. It's a beer, it's totally beer, but it tastes fruity because it has the berry in it. Oh, okay. And it's so good. It's like not drinking beer. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's almost, it's not like wine either, I can't say, because that's grape juice. Mm. But, you know, raspberry, cranberry beer, I approve. Okay. Yeah, I've never tried those, but those sound good. <clears throat> Maybe I'll give those a try. Yeah, but it's like you got to be at a like fancy ass type place. Like you can't just go to a regular bar and be like, "Yeah, give me the cranberry beard again." <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at you like you're crazy. Yeah, exactly. And if I'm at a place that's fancy enough to have cranberry beer, I'm just gonna get Pinot Grigio because I like fruit juice. Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Okay. It's the cheapest and kind of sweet. So, kinda. do you prefer you prefer white over over red? Yeah, usually. Yeah. Okay. Because it's cold. They like to give you red room temperature. True. Yeah, that's true. Get it cold. Why not? But yeah. Yeah, yeah. We drifted a long way from um, Mariah Carey. We did. We were on Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey songs. Went to number one 25 years later. That song, it feels like it's popular every year, but maybe the streaming, maybe it caught on. Um, I didn't look, actually. I didn't see how many. Because a holiday song reaching that high in the charts is interesting in itself. So. It has to, it definitely has to be streams. Yeah. People streams. playing it at holiday parties or maybe their playlists at work. That song, I don't know how many of these are recently, but on Spotify, guess how many streams All I Want for Christmas is You has. Since it's been... I guess since Spotify. I mean, it's hard to tell, but I, I don't know how recent these have, have uh, showed up, but... I don't know, like... 10 million? No, much more. 30 million? No. It's like pop star level. 600 million. 600 million? 600 million. Shit. Okay. 600 million. It's the most streamed. Wait, it's not even Christmas yet, and Mariah Carey already has the most streamed song in the US. Ever? It can't be. I, I know songs that have more than that. Let me see. 
For the second holiday season in a row, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You has has hit number one on Billboard's streaming songs chart, even with Christmas two weeks away. Uh, the holiday standard vaults 11-1 on the December 14th dated list with 35.1 million U.S. streams earned just in the week ending on December 5th at 35 million streams in that one week. <clears throat> yeah so people people like that song when it's uh when it's christmas time it's not my favorite christmas song it's just decent but i've never been like oh man that's that's a great song it's a, you know my favorite christmas song is the dmx rudolph the red nose ranger nah man <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a bop what are you talking about um, you like that one have you heard it i have heard it i know i heard it yeah had a very shiny you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. banger yeah <laughs> He has something in his nose. Wow. <laughs> Probably, but that's... Come on, man. You can't say shit like that about a Christmas classic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what's your favorite Christmas song? My favorite song? Christmas song. It's one of them classics like... um, Like like This Christmas, but not the Chris Brown version. Who did the Donny Hathaway? This Christmas... Sure. Yeah, this is, this this Christmas is a good song. The I Boys to Men Let It Snow is good. I know the version that you're talking about. I have no idea who. I think it's Donny Hathaway. That's that sounds like a safe bet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a bunch. I'm actually making a, a Christmas a holiday list. Um, for a party we're having, in a weekend, under under two weeks, having a party. Yeah. So, I don't like Spotify list that much. They put a lot of trash in there. <laughs> so I like to make my own. I just don't like yeah. it. Like you just you pick any sort of playlist and they just put songs that like well songs that I don't like a whole lot. I don't know about other people, but like you know, it's like uh, Google Play, <laughs> Google. Mm-hmm. When I, I use their, I use Google Play when I go work out and yeah. I type in an artist and they start playing shit that I've never heard of that I'm not interested in. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck this. Like I don't even want to listen to music at this point. Yeah, yeah, it can mess it up, man. You gotta, yeah. you, you gotta take their list. Maybe take some songs from it. Use a different list, and then uh, listen to like put on some Christmas stations and stuff, yeah. and just kind of make your own shit. Cause they'll, I can't think of any Christmas songs I hate, but this they're out there. It probably wouldn't take you long to find them either. No, no, I definitely. Yeah. I was like Rudolph. I don't want to hear Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Not even the DMX version. <laughs> That's true. You did just say that. Yeah. All right. All right. DM. I'm. I'm gonna put that on the holiday list. You should. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it on. There. I played it at our uh, at my job's Christmas party on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Is it an official song? Someone made a remix. So but yeah. like, it's official enough to be on streaming services and stuff. Like, yeah, that's a real it was song. On, uh, it was on Apple Music on when I looked at it. Does Cameron have a Christmas song? Nah, but we should. I gotta find one. Yeah, you should add them. See if yeah, you get that yeah, started. Come on, yeah. I would love a Cameron Christmas song. You know what's an underrated? You know what's a very underrated Christmas song, and most people haven't heard of it. If you're listening, Luther Vandross, Mistletoe Jam. Mistletoe Jam. Mistletoe Jam. Not Mistletoe Jam. Okay, Mistle. It's a Mistletoe. Like it's a mistletoe Jam. jam. Okay. It's a it's a Christmas song that's also a party song. Like like it has a party vibe, but it's also a Christmas song. Is it better than uh Run DMC? 
to me, to me. It's, it's a real party song. It's like a Luther Vandross party type song. Like, I, I can't compare it to another one of his songs, like Never Give Up. Like, not really, but it's a party song. They even, they're even inappropriate in it. Like, at the beginning, they talk about, like, what happens under the mistletoe. You end up, like, having kids and shit because you got under the mistletoe. So, it, oh. it's kind of out there for, for a Christmas song, that especially by there. an established R&B singer like him. But Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mistletoe Jam. Go put that on at your party this year. You'll, you'll enjoy it. Um, there's something else I saw in this article about. Are Martin. you gonna put it on your playlist? Oh yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Towards that, maybe towards like the three hour mark of it. You don't want it to come on too early. You gotta lead up to. It. That's like the crescendo. You yeah, know? you gotta you gotta build up to it. Yeah, okay. exactly. You can't start off with the, with the fire. Create the vibe and then just wild them. Yeah, like you can't open a party and play flip side to start. Like flip side is the peak. Uh, you not right, a fan of flip side? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Who true. doesn't like flip side? <laughs> Twenty five year olds. Yeah, true. They would be like, "What's this? This is old school. It's trash." Yeah. yeah. Um, we were at a we were at a happy hour on Friday, uh-huh. and the one of the guys I work with he said that Drake is the goat. Drake is the goat. Yeah. Not like right now. It's goat. Like the greatest of all time. Yeah. And obviously, him being the only twenty-five-year-old, nobody was in agreement with him. Everybody looked at him. Bro, what are you talking about? <clears throat> I mean, he's been relevant for a while, but like the goat is strong. That means you're putting him ahead of like Michael Jackson. Oh wait, 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 wait. The goat of music? Yes. Chill. Yeah, exactly. Goat of hip hop? I strongly disagree. Yes. But someone can make a case that he's been relevant for 11 years. Yeah. And how many rappers, or well, 10 years, whatever, how many rappers have been continuously relevant for 10 years? Yeah. He'd be on the short list. Yeah. But I still would never say he's above Jay Z. I would not say no, that. No, no, so no. I still think it's ridiculous. But it music? Ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> That's crazy. Yeah. That means he'd be above Michael Jackson. Yep. I mean, and way before. It, James Brown. He's not yeah. above James Brown. I no. don't give up. No, not even close. You know, he might be up there with like Parliament Funkadelic and stuff. You could put him up. That we in the moment. It's hard in the moment. Yeah, we have to. I don't know if he's that innovative. Uh, he's kind of. I don't know. But anyway, he's a biter though. Yeah, you think he'll make the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Eventually, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you can't put him. He came out. I can't put him above even like Run, Run DMC type people who are real like. Groundbreakers. Put him above LL Cool J. You don't put Drake above LL Cool J. Yeah, it's it's easy now when you're out the moment to say something like that. But yeah, you're right. Like peak LL Cool J. Yeah, man, he made I Need Love. That was groundbreaking. Putting out shit when you were born. Yeah. Up until you were in college, headstrong. I was like damn near in college. I was like senior in high school or freshman in college. Fucking hush. Yeah, Banger. that's true. But I, someone could make. I could listen to someone having him above LL Cool J. I think okay. it's, I could listen to it. Maybe I, you know what I mean. Yeah. But whatever. He's not above Jay Z. He's not above Jay Z. Period. Nah. Even in hip hop. But uh, I mean, James Brown. When you talk about music too. That's a real big thing to say. Like Miles Davis was killing it in like the twenties. Like yeah. you got to have some perspective. Yeah. When you, you go talking shit he, like John Coltrane. Like, come on, man. Yeah, like, he doesn't. His, he doesn't have much perspective. Wow, Drake is the goat of yeah. music, and it's weird though because he doesn't 
like most of the music that's out right now. Yeah. The person that made this uh, proclamation. Yeah, he doesn't like it. Oh, he's too mature for like the new shit. With he's the too kids mature with the for the new shit, yeah. but will acknowledge <laughs> that Drake is the GOAT. So he's like 26? 25. 25, okay. Got it. So he's... That's when you get to that age where you're like, nah, I don't fuck with this new stuff no more. When you get in your like, mid-20s, you're like, you know. I don't know, because I have a cousin who fucks with this shit pretty heavy. And he's, I want to say 25. And he fucks with the new stuff? Well, oh, yeah, some still do, yeah. But uh, heavy. Real heavy? Text me songs. Oh, bro, you heard this new... No, I don't even know who that is. Yeah. No idea who that person is. Yeah. Or... Bro, this song's been killing it on the charts for X amount of weeks. I didn't even know there were... I don't know. Does he rap himself or he's just really yes. into this? Yeah. I thought he might rap himself yeah, when yeah. you say that. Yeah. When someone says it's killing it on the charts, they're over here trying to like do their own shit too yeah. and like match that. Yeah. <laughs> Other people don't care. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit. Damn. I mean, check, check his stuff out. Uh, yeah. DJ Get Busy or Get Busy, one or the other. Get Busy? Yeah, I feel like I'll find the um, Sean Paul song if I if I Google that. It's spelled it's it's spelled differently. Okay, it's uh, B I Z Z Y. How do I know it was gonna be B I Z Z Y? Yeah, well, I mean, what's the but get like, busy. It won't that won't bring me to Busy Bone. Okay, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Okay. Yeah. Oh damn, I forgot about that. Busy Bone. Yeah, he's B I Z Z Y. Yeah, I put Bone Thugs and Harmony over over Drake. I was listening to an NBA podcast today, and they were at, they asked the host because it was Brian Brian Winhurst and a couple other people. They do a good NBA podcast. Yeah, and Brian Winhurst is from Ohio, like Akron, Cleveland area, and they said, "Who do you put first, Outcast or Bone Thugs and Harmony?" I'm like, that is a, that's a that's a ridiculous question. Like, okay, we know Outcast is better than Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like, yeah. I I don't like when people ask stuff like that. Their uh, body of work is more complete. Yeah, I mean, come on. But anyway, yeah, is Drake above Outkast? No. Yeah, you're right. Can't no. put him about above Outkast. Speaker box and the love below is better than any album that Drake has come out with. And they were okay. Drake's been relevant for ten years. They were rele- They were very relevant for at least eight. They were relevant together in the nineties. Into into the two thousand two thousand like mid two thousands. Yeah, two thousand two thousand late two thousand three was Speaker Box and Love Below, but. That lasted until 2005. The music from there was relevant. Yeah. And then they put out... I didn't like Idlewild, but they were still, they were still doing shit, so... <clears throat> I didn't see that. My, my mom got me that movie. Oh, I never saw Christmas. the movie. I mean, I never, the, but it's an album, too. Yeah, I felt bad. I never watched it. Oh, yeah. I didn't like the album. It had a couple good songs on it, but... Was that a Morris Brown song on the, on the album? I think so. I like that one. And um, the song with... Lil Wayne had a song on there, Hollywood, Hollywood Divorce or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, either way, so Mariah Carey, she she was twenty four when she recorded that song, and um, she's also called the Queen of Christmas, self proclaimed. She's called herself the Queen of Christmas. A little arrogant, but very arrogant. <laughs> I mean, she's a diva, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, she is a she's diva, the like epitome of a diva. Yeah, so to date. I asked you offline. I said, "How much do you think she's made in royalties off this song in these twenty-five years?" Yeah, a couple million dollars. Sixty million dollars. Off this one song. Damn. 
It's one thing to make sixty million off a whole bunch of other shit or an album or a couple. One song, That's, she's made sixty million. So she could re- she could have retired off one song. She yeah, didn't have to put out any other songs. Right, that song is making her over two million a year. We're talking about between two and three, two point five million a year Damn. or something like that. That one song, which she's worth three hundred million. Shit. So sixty million is a lot for someone worth three hundred. I mean. I'm sure she doesn't keep all the 60 taxes and all of that. But that could be 30 million of her worth could be from that one song. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But it's um, it's like you said, nobody else is really putting out um, original Christmas songs. Mm-mm, no one really makes it. There's no modern original Christmas song. They just remake. So auto. if you have a Christmas song banger, yeah. then it withstands the test of time. Yeah. Damn. Nice. Yeah, I wish I did more research. I maybe we'll come back another time and... Uh, Look up when these Christmas songs were all written. I feel like they were all written between like the 30s and the 60s from the sound of them. But, you know, and there you know, some 70s ones, This Christmas and stuff like that. Some of the black Christmas songs I feel like are 70s. Some of the Stevie Wonder ones, but. Yeah. 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 Wow. None are from the 80s because the 80s sound was trash. It was way too electronic. I feel like if anything was made in the 80s. Christmas time got... in the house, Queens. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we got yeah. one. Okay, all right, yeah. Let me not say we. I'm, I'm from the 90s. You, you big on the um the hip hop Christmas songs? The the two that I know, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Tuesday on Boys Trip. <laughs>